um, you know, being the first generation of like real digital natives, we had and still have very different expectations when it comes to social media and what we want to see. Hello and welcome to Generation Slay. How you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Of course. Just to kick things off, can you tell our wonderful audience who you are and a little bit about your background? Of course. So my name is Erifili Gunari. I'm 21 years old. I was born and raised in Greece, but I currently study in Scotland. I'm in my fourth year at undergrad university right now studying digital media and information systems and art history. Uh, and I run the Z-Link, which is the first Gen Z-led social media agency that helps brands market to our generation. We just launched this May during the first lockdown. And um, yeah, I've been running it ever since. I am literally obsessed with your life. I <laughs> truly wish that in an alternate universe I was raised in Europe. I just, oh, I'm so jealous. Just as a baseline, let's start there. Um I would love to hear more about, you know, how you got interested in digital media and social media, because clearly you've been interested in it since you're studying it in school for many years mm -hmm. before you started the Z-Link. Yeah, yeah, very true. So I was actually, you know, in a true example of like a Gen Z digital native, I guess. Um, I got into social media when I was like probably like 12 years old you know I was active on Twitter since then just like exploring the world of social media in my free time um by the age of like 14 I was running this meme account on Instagram um that had like 20,000 followers and another one on Twitter and like pages on Facebook that had between 10,000 and 30,000 followers around there and so, of course, like without knowing what social media marketing is, I was sort of into it from a young age as a hobby because I really loved seeing what types of content um, work on social media and how you can connect with people and engage through these platforms. Um, and it was, of course, like the very early stages of Instagram and everything like that. So it was still quite uh, an organic landscape, let's say. Uh, and then... I, when I was in high school, you know, I stopped dealing with like, I stopped managing these um, accounts that I had on social media for a while, you know, it got a bit tiring, but I had developed like a lot of social media skills kind of subconsciously without paying a lot of attention to it, just because I had spent so much time growing these accounts and uh, engaging with people through content and everything like that. And uh, right after high school, I did my first internship that was um, at a business incubator, startup incubator in Greece. And it was kind of like an unstructured internship. Um, the ones that you just go there and they're like, okay, what can you do? Like, what can you help us with? And I guess I really didn't know what I wanted to do professionally at that point. And I did know that I had some social media skills I could use and definitely like could develop further. And so that's the first time that I worked professionally on social media marketing. And then from then onwards, I just continued, did many internships um, at organizations such as the European Parliament, the Uffizi Museum, uh, the government in the country of Greece, and like a lot of uh, smaller companies around Scotland and Greece too. And it was all related to social media marketing and digital strategy and everything. 
Um, so yeah, that was uh, the base. Uh, started quite early on and then just got into internships and part-time jobs and everything like that. And it led to launching my own business. So I personally also started interning earlier than most. And I know it can be super difficult to get your foot in the door at that first place. Mm-hmm. So did that prior experience of, you know, building out those Instagram accounts, was that what kind of got your foot in the door? Or like, how did you get those first few internships that were a little earlier than usually people like hiring interns? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Those things definitely helped. Like the fact that I had experience with social media at that age, um, you know, in the in a way, you know, that the fact that I had explored it so much in my free time and grown accounts um, across different platforms really helped when like um, pitching to companies wh- why I should do an internship there. Because most of them at that point, like it was 2017 in Greece. So at that point, pretty much no one had a structured social media team in their company. Like it was like Greece is still a bit behind when it comes to these things. So... Um, I just kind of pitched that as a skill set and it happened to work quite well because everyone was in need of social media marketing. And uh, so I was lucky in that regard, but it also really helped me to, you know, learn some proper professional skills when it came to social media. That makes so much sense. Um, And then jumping forward to this past year when you started the Z-Link, how did that come about how did you make a choice to start your own company because that can seem like a very very big venture to embark (laughs) upon yeah of course so I was uh, I didn't really have any entrepreneurship experience but I was always interested in startups and things like that Um, so I had taken a few courses on entrepreneurship on launching your own startup just so that I had those like that knowledge at the back of my mind in case I ever needed it Um, And then in September of uh, 2019, I just had, I noticed, I started basically noticing that there was such a huge gap in the market between brands and our generation. Like I saw again and again examples of how bad many marketers were at reaching our generation because they just didn't know how to communicate with us on social media. Um, You know, being the first generation of like real digital natives, we had and still have very different expectations when it comes to social media and what we want to see. And um, I just started noticing again and again that there were a lot of reports coming out, trying to advise companies on how to reach us, um, a lot of studies, everything like that. And I realized that there was no social media agency that was doing that. And that was led by, you know, Gen Z marketers and and designers. So to me, that was um, a very important gap that was in the market. There were some marketing consultancies that revolved around Gen Z, but nothing to specialize in social media, which is the biggest channel for us. Um, And so I was, you know, full time in university, as I am now, too. So I didn't really have time to expand on the idea when it first came to mind. Um, I just slowly, you know, worked towards it, did market research, set up my website slowly, everything like that. And uh, then finally, when we got into lockdown in Greece um, from March 2020, I managed to uh, just work really hard for about two months and just launch and see what happens. So that was the main journey. I mean, that's amazing. And it's so true that, you know, a lot of the time there is that disconnect between 
what older generations create for Gen Z on social and what Gen Z wants to see. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing that recently in the day-to-day of my day job in advertising. Um, But I always find that super interesting. So I just want to kind of divert us for a second and see Mm -hmm. like what kind of trends you're seeing for Gen Z within social media or what you think is going to be coming in the next year? What do you think is going to be dying in the next year? Mm -hmm. What's relevant for Gen Z right now? What do people need to know? I think a really big thing is um, brands creating content that promotes active participation from their audience. In this case, like their Gen Z audience. And uh, it's just very purposely engaging content. So just content that helps create a community with uh, the Gen Z audience. And I feel like a lot of companies might sort of know that, you know, at the very back of um, of everything they do, but they rarely revolve their content around participation and like active community building. And I think that's really big among our generation. And I've seen brands that manage to do this either by using relevant social media tools or by... Um, actively engaging with their audience and being very authentic and just being real and transparent, they always um, end up performing much better among our generation than the ones who don't. So I think this is definitely going to get bigger in the next year, hopefully. And companies that just refuse to create content that specifically engages us, um, I think are slowly going to start seeing like their insights dropping as they already are. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a classic case of those who are refusing to adapt, kind of staying behind because now, you know, Gen Z is like a huge part of the global population in the market and um, brands who aren't willing to adapt to us are unfortunately just going to be left behind when it comes to marketing. I totally agree with that. And I've seen that as well in my work, just that push towards building community and building brand loyalty over trying to make sales on social. Mm -hmm. Um, Just that difference in language is truly a generator for higher engagement, higher brand love. It's just like the difference is so clear Mm -hmm. because then the brand is caring about their consumers rather than just trying to get something out of them. So it's more of a two-way street. So I totally agree. And I totally, totally have seen that as well. What are your takes on the main social platforms right now? Do you see any of them thriving moving forward? Do you see any of them potentially facing struggles or not being as relevant? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. Um, I think from the main platforms, the ones that are generally not um, growing among younger people right now and where you don't, you're not really going to get much out of marketing to us on there are probably Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, platforms like TikTok are of course emerging and because of the algorithm, new brands with no existing audience can very easily target our generation, which is amazing. And I hope that more brands start creating that type of content um, in order to provide very direct value to their target audience. And um, I'm also very like happy to see some brands using Twitter in a very constructive and just like very active way. Because I think if you know where to look and how to adapt your tone of voice on Twitter, 
um, you can really target Gen Z and build great relationships with that audience since it's such a, a great platform to have conversations on. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, so jumping back to the Z-Link, since I have diverted us out of my own pure <laughs> interest, no um, now that you have this social media marketing agency, how do you find, how do you recruit, how do you reach out to potential new clients, especially, you know, during a global pandemic? I mean, I'm sure that made it even more difficult. So what kind of path did you take there? How did you approach that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I, before I started my agency, my plan was kind of to rely on social media and maybe do some um, outreach in the way that I had been doing it when I was just freelancing and then just uh, taking to my agency, like Upwork or things like that. But actually, like from the first week that I launched, the first clients just came to me directly through social media, uh, which was really great because it just validated that there was that demand. So I started getting um, a couple of DMs in the first few days. I secured a few clients uh, very early on. And then through our social media channels, mainly Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, uh, that's how the rest of our clients came. So actually now I'm like nine months into the agency and I haven't really needed to do any really active outreach yet, which is great. Um, hopefully, you know, not hopefully, but, um, probably later on I'll end up, uh, doing some targeted ads or using social media more strategically to get new clients. But for now, we're still at the stage where like, we're very much solving that problem that there is no other solution for in the market. So our target clients are finding us for now. <laughs> That's amazing to hear and very very lucky, especially, you know, right now when a lot yeah, of... Yeah, I'm very grateful that it happened, you know, of course. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. But um, it's it's so interesting to me that, you know, when there is such clear demand, things just come. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it clearly validates that, you know, this is a great idea and this is what the marketplace needed. So kudos to you on that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, out of curiosity, how, especially early on, either in creating an agency or in working for different brands and companies, how do you figure out the value of doing social media marketing for a brand? I know a lot of young people who listen are able to do whatever work that they're doing in whatever field they're in, but figuring out how to value themselves and their work, especially, you know, monetarily can mm -hmm. be very, very difficult, of especially course, when yeah. you're young. Um, how did you figure that out? That's a very good question. And, um, you know, I'm still wondering that myself to an extent because it, for me, it's been a kind of a trial and error process especially for my agency, it really depends on each client and on their needs. Because in social media marketing, specifically in this industry, every client has such different needs, such different goals on social media, different budgets. Like um, it can vary a lot. So it's um, for that, I go on a case-by-case -case basis mostly and then just see what works for each client and adapt that to the next ones too. 
But for example, if I was uh, doing an internship or if I had to pitch this value to someone, I would go on um, probably on a return on investment um, from a return on investment approach, like calculate probably how much you could bring that company through social media marketing or digital marketing um, and followers and conversions and whatever their key metric is and price accordingly. I think that's it, you know, it's a safe way to go about it if you know that you can deliver the results. Absolutely. That is super smart. And I think that's very key advice, not only for social media marketing, but across industries is that if you know what your average return on investment is or what your average um, just results are for clients, just kind of figuring out what value that adds to them and pricing accordingly I think is such a good point and it's such a good perspective going in because it really gives you a basis for your value rather than just being like, mm, I don't feel comfortable charging more than this amount of money. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, you know, at the beginning, you'd be dealing with like imposter syndrome. I don't know, feeling bad to charge mm-hmm. people um, the amount that you should charge them. And um, I feel like that's very common among young professionals in our generation. So it's definitely important to somehow know your worth. Exactly. A hundred percent. So one last question before I let you go, because we are literally already wrapping up. I have no idea ever how these fly so fast. (laughs) I enjoy them so much. Um, But... For anyone looking to get into either digital media and social media marketing or entrepreneurship and starting their own company, what Mm. advice do you have for those young people? What is like the biggest thing you've learned or like the best piece of advice you've gotten along the way? Um, The best piece of advice I've gotten relating to starting out in entrepreneurship would be Um, to kind of, uh, to an extent, follow a lean startup methodology. So once you've identified a need for a product, don't be a perfectionist, just launch a minimum viable product and then start adapting according to the feedback you get um, in real time. Uh, It's much better to, you know, launch something imperfect, but that still works and solves a problem in six months than to do it like in three years. So I think that's really important. Just like take the risk, you know, kind of like just do it. Um, And usually that works out a lot better. I totally agree. I love the Lean Startup Method, actually. Whenever, Whenever I have friends come to me with like a business idea or a thought, I personally just like get carried away and I'm always like, mm, time to build a little like <laughs> time to launch it sheet. Time to launch it. Like, what are we doing? So, <laughs> exactly. I'm exactly. obsessed with it. I adore that advice. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then before I let you go, can you just tell the people where they can find you and the Z link so they can get in touch and follow if they so desire? Of course. So you can find me on Twitter at Marauders. Um, and on Instagram, I'm at Erifili, but at the end, it just has two eyes instead of one. And then you can follow the Z link on uh, most social media platforms. On Instagram, it's at the.z.link. Um, and on Twitter, we are at TZL Social. So feel free to connect, DM us for any questions, um, anything, and we'd be very happy to help. 
That is amazing. Thank you so much again for being on Generation Slay today. Of course. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Generation Slay. I hope that we'll see you again next week and you can make that a lot easier for yourself by subscribing on whatever your podcast platform of choice is. And then if you want to do me a real quick solid and pop over to Apple Podcasts if you have access to it and give us a little five-star review, a little comment about how much you love us or how much you love this week's guest, it would mean the world. It would make life so much easier easier. Also, just as a final little update for you, you can follow Generation Slay on basically all the socials, but I'd focus on Instagram and Twitter at Generation Slay. You can follow me at Emma Havy on all the socials, and I would highly suggest popping over to Clubhouse if you can and following me at Emma Havy because I am doing some fairly regular convos with our guests and other wonderful Gen Zers over there where all y'all can hop in, ask your questions, and we can make it more conversational than just this podcast. So once again, thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye.